Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to a new episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. Now, the Marketing Help is your number one resource to proactively manage your marketing career. We've got tons of templates, interviewing guides, mentoring services uh, designed for marketers at any level. Now, my favorite, one of my favorite tools is our interview prep guide. So it gives you a template to fill out so that you have the right questions, the right research, all the right information you need to really stand out in that marketing interview. So go ahead and check that out over at themarketinghelp.co. All right. So today we're continuing our series on the marketing career strategy, right? So uh, what are the things you need to know to best prepare for your marketing career? So Jed Singer, the other half of the marketing help, is joining again today to talk about one of the more popular topics when it comes to marketing career strategy, and that's designed around our six factors. Now, before we get into the episode, uh, know that this episode today is supported by the marketinghelp.co's Marketers Bookshelf. So we've actually curated a list of specific marketing um, books that can help you at all stages of your marketing career. So books like The Power of Habit, How We Decide, Contagious. Again, these are the books that you want to read to help develop yourself uh, whether you're starting or advancing your marketing career. So check those out at themarketinghelp.co forward slash student books. All right, so today's topic, six factors. There are six factors that you need to prioritize to help you answer the following questions. Uh, where should I start my marketing career? Or if you're in your marketing career, uh, where do I go next? So the six factors, uh, again, uh, elements that we've identified over our exp- collective experience And we want to share uh, them with you in detail over this episode, but pay special attention to the fourth factor that we talk about, because this is usually the one that most marketers have the hardest time prioritizing. So uh, let's jump right in and, uh, and take a listen. Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. And again, joined by co-founder of the Marketing Help, Jed Singer. Jed, welcome to the episode. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yep. So, Jed, we, we're going to continue our conversation about marketing career strategy. I know the, the, the first part we just recorded was about career currency, career moments. Uh, we talked about the surf score, what it meant, all good things, all things that a marketer needs to factor into uh, a very successful career and um, get a lot of good comments on those. So today, we want to unpack and focus in on uh, one el- other element uh, as it relates to a successful marketing career strategy. And that's going to be what we call the six career factors. Um, and the six career factors, it, you know, I want to go over those, but I think the the thing that's important about these career factors is these factors help any marketer who's trying to figure out where do I start? Where should I start my career? I don't know what I like to do. I'm not sure where I should start looking for a job. I don't know what my skills are. Um, so the six factors become pretty pretty critical in helping marketers, you know, kind of set the course, so to speak, would you say? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I mean, important at the beginning of your career, important in the middle of your career, important in the later stages of your career, right? As, as sort of what we found is as life changes for any professional, but someone in marketing, right? These six career factors are the things that people always come back to and, and reevaluate and reprioritize. 
Yeah. And, and what's what's key about these six factors is that, you know, based on our experiences, you know, being in marketing positions, uh, hiring for marketing roles and, and watching teams come and go, these have been the things we've repeatedly heard come from, you know, team members that say, it's the reason I'm looking to move on. It's the reason that I'm looking to work here. It's 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 been very clear that these are the influence influential factors Mm-hmm. Uh, at multiple stages of the career. You're right. You know, good point about it. It's not just for the, the student getting ready to start in a marketing job, but it's also for the director ready to to launch their VP search and, and look for the, the next job. Um, right. Yeah. So Something's changed, right. Yeah. yeah Either yeah. within the company or, or personally, something, something's usually changed and, and causing the marketer to sort of look internally, introspectively. Yeah, so so let's unpack these six fa- career factors, and I'll go over. I'll, I'll list them out, and then I want to go through each of them and talk through them, just so listeners can understand exactly what goes into them. And hopefully, at you know, when listening to this episode, you're thinking to yourself, "Hey, that's that sounds like something that's pretty important to me." Uh, there, there's a, there's almost a guarantee here that after this episode, you'll be thinking about prioritizing these factors for yourself. And hopefully identify, maybe there's an opportunity. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to start looking for another job. Maybe it's time to start thinking about what really is important in your marketing career. So six factors, here they go. They are challenge. They are company, location, salary, title, and balance. So when you start thinking about those six factors... Uh, we've summarized down that it's any one of these things or any combination of these six that are going to be influential in a marketer's uh, next career move. So what we tend to do, if you think about those six factors, is at home you're thinking through those and you start to prioritize them, rank them from one to six. And the top three are going to be the ones that you want to be focused on. Focus your next move, focus your energy on those top three. So Let's go through and just unpack these real quick in terms of what they really mean. So first is challenge. So challenge, and these are in no particular order, right? So challenge would mean um, it's an influence to you in your career in that you want to go work somewhere where that's the, that is something that you focus on. It is uh, you, are, you want to join a company where you are a sponge. You want to put yourself in a situation where you can learn as much as possible in the 18 months, the two years that you're there, or maybe even longer. Um, other thoughts on challenge? I mean, yeah, has, has everything to do with your comfort zone and your hard skills and, you know, you're, you're ready to be handed a lot of projects, maybe more projects than you've worked on concurrently in the past, maybe projects that require different sets of skills than you've currently got. Um, but it's all about, you know, being outside of your, of your comfort zone skill wise. I would say. Yes, yes. And this is typically where we see uh, marketers that want to go, they will go to it, usually a digital agency, where an agency, they know there's an environment there where they'll get the opportunity to be pushed outside their comfort zone and learning the depth within the channel or the breadth across multiple channels. But yes, so that's the challenge. The second is company. So you think about company, what I think of on company is, you know, how many times you've met somebody that said, I got to work at Comcast. I got to work at mm-hmm. Facebook. I got to work at Google. You know, they have this company in mind that it, for some reason is really driving them. Is It's their North Star. It's like they have to work for this company. 
for whatever reason. And that, again, that's fine because everyone's different. Um, uh, or if it isn't the name of a company, it's the type of company, meaning I want a mission-driven mm-hmm. company. I want a company that believes in giving back. I want a company that has a strong culture. So all the elements, I mean, when you think of company, I mean, other examples you can think of or other, other uh, ways to, to define what company means. Yeah, I mean those those two sides of it are really uh, really good. I mean, yes, we we can all you know visualize the person, think about the person in our network who needed to work at that company, needed to be in that building uh, with that business card, right? But then there's also, to your point, there's the you know I just have to work in in healthcare. Right. I, yeah, I just love healthcare. I need to be in that industry. And so that's going to be part of the guiding uh, principle for, for me putting company first. I need a company that's in healthcare or, or someone that's helping with medicine, someone that's helping with, um, you know, something that I care about that's in an industry or a space that I care about or uh, is doing some good, right? That aligns with my personal brand. Yep. Absolutely. You're right. I mean, you're right with the industry part because, you know, for some reason, um, you know, when you ask somebody what kind of company you work for, some people may automatically say e-commerce or healthcare. They may go to industry automatically mm-hmm. and not, not have that specific name of a company in mind. But um, I think everyone realizes that, yeah, when you, when you say what kind of, you know, ask yourself, what, what kind of company do you want to work for? What answer do you come up with? And that, that's going to influence uh, where you would rank company in your six factors. All right. Next, and, and oh, oh, just yeah, one more. Uh, yeah. When we're talking about what people are looking for, right? And this sort of teases a future episode that we're going to go into on the career path. But you know, how many times have we heard? I, I'd really love to work at a startup. Have you ever worked at a startup before? No, it just it sounds really fun. Um, or you know, in the agency life, right? Hashtag agency life. Yeah. Just looks like a lot of fun. I see my friends there on Instagram and, and they're playing beer pong in, in the break room and it just looks like a, a really good time. Uh, not exactly, right? Get, get prepared to be in the office until nine o'clock or 10 o'clock uh, as well. I mean, when people look at the company, right, you really have to have a, a big picture view on what type of company you're talking about. Uh, and that, you know, that we get a little bit more into on the, the career path discussion, but company in terms of ranking, right? Know what you want, but don't be too specific without having all the context around it. Right. I mean, how many times have we talked with, uh, with, uh, uh, mentees, uh, folks that are looking for some guidance where they do, you know, unequivocally say, I, I got to work for this company or I want to work for this type of company. And then we start asking those probing questions about, do you really know what it's like to work in a startup or, have you done research about uh, the reviews about that said company that you want to work for? And, you know, again, it's a good starting point, but again, it, it, to your point, go eyes wide open to understand what you're getting into when a company is, you know, can be a top priority of yours. Right. Um, and without this exercise, you know, you're not, you're not doing that kind of reflection, right? You're not thinking about it. You're just sort of doing without, without thinking. So that's another exactly advantage to doing this, this factors exercise. Absolutely. And we'll talk about the end of this about what and how you should be thinking about ranking these, uh, these factors. So next is location. And location is a fun one because uh, it's fun, especially in the marketing career context, because everybody wants to work remote. And for some people, they think, you know what, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to only work for jobs where I can work remote because I want to, because I hate commuting, because I'll be more productive, whatever the reason is. 
that's where location becomes a major factor in that context. But also, hey, listen, maybe you need to work in a certain city. Maybe you need to stay in a certain location for whatever reason, a certain geography. Uh, you know, when talking to some some other marketers and they say, you know, I want I want to work in in California, and I say, well, where? Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, San Diego might be a little bit different than San Francisco or L.A. Could, could include where in LA, Orange County, Anaheim, like where exactly. So location, you want to try to be as specific as you can because uh, job opportunities will vary, you know, even the slightest difference of location uh, when we're talking about the context of a city or a, uh, a certain region. Um, other thoughts on location? I mean, yeah, exactly. There's, there's two, there's so many parts. There's at least two parts to all of these. And a lot of these are interrelated, right? So when we talk about location and balance, right? One of the other ones, or when we talk about location and salary, it's, it's great that you want to work in New York. Um, Have you thought about what that does to the compensation that you should be looking for? Uh, versus or, or, or Los Angeles or San Francisco, right? Do you, do you know then what that does to your, your salary, um, you know, versus, you know, uh, cost of living and things like that? Or are, are we just talking about location in the context of a commute as it relates right. to work-life balance, right? I, I got to be home by a certain time. I got to pick up kids or, uh, you know, I want to be home with the family for dinner by a certain time where I want to be in the office at my desk by six in the morning. That's when I get all my work done the best. Uh, so I need to have a commute that's within sort of X minutes under an hour. That's important to know, right? That sets up a radius for a search. Uh, or if I'm, you know, mobile, if I can move, if I can get up and move, that also sets up a radius for a search. If I'm looking for a metro area, it gives me a radius that I can be looking in for, for a bigger change, for a move even. Um, so location is really important and it's few and far between the people that don't uh, have any constraints around location. Uh, it's usually either at the in the top or in the middle, um, just, for, you know, from from experience, it's, it's something that people take a lot of consideration for. And you're, you know, spot on with the first comment about everybody wants to be remote. And, and we always try to, not a caution's too strong of a word, but have people consider the remote um, work style. Are, are you really just looking for a little more work-life balance? Is that what's what's out of sync in your current role? Is that you're working too many hours? Do you really need to be 100% remote, or would a flexible, you know, one day a week working from home, would that sort of check the box? And you don't need to be remote 100% of the time and limit your options in that way. So it's it's a big consideration for sure. Yeah, and you make a good point about how they're all interconnected when we get through all the six factors. Because uh, watch the reflection you have when you start to ask yourself why behind why you put this factor number one versus number two versus number three, because mm-hmm. you'll, you'll start to uh, uncover almost guaranteed. You'll start to uncover some, some, some paradox about, between uh, what you think should be number one versus what is number one uh, reality wise. But uh, yeah, location is one that, that is interesting for all those reasons. It is dependent, can be dependent upon some of the other factors, which is the next one is salary. So when you think about that example you gave, yeah, I want to live in New York. Okay, you also want to live by yourself. Okay, there's a paradox here because living uh, location in New York uh, 
and you want to have a high salary, but you want to work at an agency, uh, those three things together, here's the reality is your salary will not. And you've be, got no experience. And you've, right. <laughs> so the, the salary may be important, but the reality is like that probably shouldn't be your focus. And you got to figure out a way to live with three, four people um, uh, so that you can focus in on just being in the city because uh, salary uh, is certainly hard to to work in that sort of ranking. So salary, I mean, listen, how many times you've met somebody who said, I, I got to be making six figures within three years of working in my marketing career. And the answer when you, when asked why, um, it's, 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 it's really a challenging conversation for that person because there really isn't a good reason. Unless it's, I got fi- financial pressures or my friend makes that much money or whatever it is. But you know, the salary, I rarely find salary ranked in the top three because the reality is, you know, for example, if challenge is your number one priority, the salary will follow because of the skills that you're developing uh, by challenging yourself um, to be more marketable and to be more of a linchpin in your role. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I mean, salary is probably the most controversial one out of the the six, right? It's it's the most dynamic. It, it changes a lot, right? If you're talking about a young marketer, someone who's earlier in their career, a student or associate level, salary is typically not that important. It, you know, you'd be surprised. People have, marketers have a, a vision of where they'd like to be. And it's usually uh, too high and in, in not, not enough period of time, right? If you're talking about, I'd like to be in, at six figures in two and a half years, um, whatever the specifics are for a young marketer that it's salary is typically not at the top of the list. It comes in a lot of times a little bit later in the career, senior associate, manager level, director level. Um, once you know you have sort of more responsibilities or you're looking for moves or you know big changes in life, house purchase, things like that. Uh, and, and when we say salary, we're not just talking about your base salary. We're talking about total compensation, right? Mm-hmm. So your salary, your short-term incentives, your long-term incentives, like a stock plan, you're talking about Benefits, uh, health insurance, uh, 401k, long-term incentive, uh, if there's any, you know, uh, expense-related perks or anything like that that come with the role, your total comp package is what we're talking about. And a lot of times with a young marketer, they haven't really considered the total comp plan. Mm-hmm. They've really just considered the salary. Salary is is a dynamic and sometimes controversial with oneself, a controversial career factor. Um, it changes, right? And people have a notion of what they, how, how high or low they think it is. And then upon reflection of going through this exercise, salary usually moves around. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's sort of the funny thing about that one. You're right. And, and you're right about later in your career, salary does have a place. And this isn't to say salary is not important. But it may be more important as you advance your career where there may be a greater need for uh, things that are influenced by salary. You know, like you Mm -hmm. said, life events, uh, other things that would cause you to put it more primary as you're moving up uh, in your career. Um, So that's salary. Let's talk about, which is one of my favorites, which is title. Yes. Um, Title for me is interesting because of... Um, again, means a lot of things to different people. Uh, how many times you met somebody who will automatically say, I want to be a manager and has never managed anybody. And then it's again, why is title important to you? 
uh, it really forces that person to think through where, where and why that's important. Again, if challenge is more important to you than title, then you could, you don't mind being called a director and working in that position for, you know, 10 years versus if you're coming out of school and you want to grab a manager title because you feel like you're ready to manage people, uh, you know, when, when ranking that with all the other factors, uh, then it may not be as important as you think. Right. And, and like we've said with, uh, you know, the other factors, there's really two sides always to these. There's there with this one with title, uh, which is a really fun one. I mean, there's people who are, there's marketers who are looking for a title that they haven't had before and they mm-hmm. feel like it's, it's their time to yep. have that kind of a title, whether that's a functional title, you know, head of customer experience or whether that's just a level title, right? Manager. Uh, but I've never been a manager before. Uh, and then the flip side of that, and that, you know, that, that side of the coin comes with its own sort of issues and things to work out. But then the flip side of that coin is someone who has been in that role and, uh, you know, either wants to maintain that role or shift that role and needs a certain kind of title if they were to take a new role. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were to make a move or if they were to stay with the company, uh, would need at least this title so that they feel like they're not taking a step backward, right? Or not, you know, in some cases, they don't want to take a step sideways. They only want to take steps up and, and diagonally up. So two sides to this one too, right? Someone who's who's trying to step into a role they've never had before, but feels like they are ready or, or the dreaded word, they deserve it. Yep. Um, <laughs> but then the other side of, I just don't want to take a step backward, right? I'm concerned about how that might look or how what what other people might think about me taking a sideways step or a step backward. Agree, and and um, again, not to say that title is not important, and you may have a legit reason as to why it's got to be in your top three as you're looking to make your first move, your next move, because there could be validation that says, "Hey, you know what? In my career, I want to manage people, and therefore, my next role, I feel the title should be in there," um, as it may come with based on the types of roles I look for the responsibilities in managing uh, a team or, or more projects, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really talking through it and understanding where it's falling in your ranking, where, uh, especially with title, where it falls with some of the other things that opens up the conversation for, um, it, and title may be a thing where you may want it, but now might not be the right time. And title may take a back seat in the bottom three, until some other things get fleshed out or some more experience is gained. Right. And then the, the, that is part of the interrelatedness of these factors. Uh, and how many times have you heard, well, I feel like I need this title because I want to make a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I told you, right, the, uh, the Morpheus from the Matrix, what if I told you you could make that money without needing that title? Yep. Would that change your you're thinking on it. Um, and it really, with this exercise is, is what matters to you at first, when you're first asked the question to rank these six factors for your career, what matters to you at first, and then give it some thought and figure out what really matters to you uh, after you go through this exercise, because it will change, it will change quickly. Uh, and then there's always something that we do sort of, we recommend at the end, but I, we got one more to do, right? Yep. Yep. So the last one is going to be balance. And again, balance is a fun one because it's meant to encompass um, what is your threshold for balance. So this means 
maybe uh, life, you know, work-life balance is important in terms of you, you have uh, dependencies at home. You have to be home by five or you want to be at the gym by six o'clock every night. Or again, there's a, you're at a certain life stage where you can't afford to work 11, 12 hour days, or you want to make sure that you're able to spend time with family. So it's funny because balance is a thing that we realize is important in any career job, any career or job that you're looking for. But when you couple balance with challenge in the same, like in the top three, for example, mm-hmm. hmm, that's a, that's an interesting conversation. It's, I want to be challenged, but I want to be home in time for whatever, or I want to be able to, um, uh, be able to travel the world or whatever. And all these things are, are, are rational and they all make sense. However, uh, when you think about it, something's got to be uh, deprioritized as it may be challenging, maybe fooling yourself to work for a company where there's a big challenge, yet you're unable to do the things that you want to do from a, from a balanced standpoint. Bingo, right? And, and as with all the others, right, there's two sides of the balance coin. And you've got the, the number of hours, for example, mm-hmm. and you might have, you know, hey, a 40-hour week is what I'm looking for at this point in my career, and I've got a family at home, and et cetera. So 40 to 45 hours is sort of my sweet spot uh, for balance, and that's really important to me. So I might rank that highly versus someone else in a different position in their career, or perhaps they're a younger, earlier stage marketer. Uh, 40 hours, that's too slow for me, right? I'm going to need more hours because I want to cut my teeth faster because I want to move up the ladder faster and, and salary is very important. So balance is at the bottom. Uh, I'd like to gain as much experience as possible. And if everyone around me is clocking out at you know four o'clock, uh, that's not going to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- that parlays really nicely into the career path conversation of what type of company of the three types, you'd be a best fit that, you know, where does balance sit for you? And you mentioned travel. It's another great example. There's two sides of the coin, right? If I don't like to travel for work, if I want to be relatively static, going to my, you know, corporate office, working remote some days or work from home versus someone who really loves to travel and is in a phase of their life where traveling would be great, going to conferences, speaking, or, uh, you know, doing ride-alongs with sales to do pitches, uh, you know, there, there are two sides with the travel as well. It's another great example of how balance is just something that really needs to be unpacked for the individual. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, because of the dependency across all the other factors together, it, do, it does paint a very interesting picture, um, especially when, when someone is, is talking through their, their, their rankings and balances in the top three. And then it really then becomes, well, what is more important? Is it, is it that, that job that is kind of a road warrior and you're going to be seeing clients left and right, uh, but you still want to be home in time for something else? It may force you and should force you to really think about, I probably don't want that sort of job if I want balance because it's more important to me. Uh, thus, I'm going to look for the, the job that's a little bit more stable or I should say, like right. you said, a little more static. Um, and and to, to add to that, right? I mean, and you said it at the top, w- one reason to do this this exercise of the six career factors is if you're considering a move, if, if your surf score is low, right? If you're not feeling that successful or that rewarded or that fulfilled in your role, 
uh, then this is a great exercise to go through to try to pinpoint why that might be. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's one of these things, that's, that's a great reason to start on that job search. But it also could be an opportunity to reflect and say, you know what? I was just having a bad week. Yep. Yep. I, I've I've got uh, my career factors are pretty in line with what I'm looking for. I've got the right amount of balance. My my I'm happy with my title and my company. My salary is in line with where I feel it should be. I'm just having a bad couple of weeks, and that's because of this project, or that's because of this person at work who's just grinding me, or something like that. It could be a good opportunity to take take a breath, take a step back, and uh, not take action <laughs> to look for a, a new job. Right? It's it's both sides of it. Yeah, it's definitely a, a good way to gut check yourself to to hone in on the, on the root of the problem or root of the issue of how you're feeling at that time. So here's what you do now. Now that you've heard all the factors, challenge, company, location, salary, title, and balance. Again, when faced with those in no particular order, which one do you gravitate to, towards the most? So your next step is to rank these six. Uh, most important is number one to, I'd say, least important of the six for you right now uh, at number six. And then focus on the top three. And here's what I want you to do. After you rank your top six, uh, find someone who you trust, uh, spouse, a peer, coworker, friend, whoever, again, whoever you can trust. And you explain to them as best you can these six factors. And you ask them to rank them on your behalf. What does someone you trust think you would rank as your, as your top three or how would they rank your top six? And then, and then compare them. Compare what you believe to be your most important um, career factors versus what someone who you trust believes to rank as well. And that will spark a very, very interesting conversation. Um, you know, whether it's, it could be a mentor. And again, someone you can trust that can help provide some guidance if you're in the position of making that decision. And, um, you know, let's see what happens in terms of where you are, where, where someone else thinks you are. And then ask, you know, start having a conversation. I mean, it's it's it really is a way to spark the start of, wow, does somebody really think that I'm that focused on salary when when I'm really focused on challenge? So, thoughts on what absolutely, yeah, 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 su- super important, right? Getting another perspective and someone you trust, absolutely, right? That can that can gut check you and say, hey, you know what, uh, you're saying this part, but nothing about what you've talked to me about over the last six, six months to a year has ever sort of reflected that. Is that, is that really how you feel about this thing, the location or whatever the case? Uh, and go ahead and reach out to us. I mean, connect at themarketinghelp.co. Send us an email You know, after you go to uh, themarketinghelp.co and download the Six Career Factors worksheet. It's free. It's on the site under free tools. Uh, after you, you do it, you'll get... Um, the, the PDF exported, send it to us and, you know, it'll go to both of us and we'll respond and we'll say, Hey, you know, let's, let's have a conversation about what your factors, what you think is important, what you think might've been off in your conversation with that trusted connection that you walked through with. Uh, we'd love to hear, you know, your thoughts after going through this exercise. Yeah. And that's a great point because we can be that sounding board for you. And Jed, how many times have we seen somebody coming from a different industry looking to get into marketing and they don't even understand the difference in the balances between different challenges, different companies, and even the mm-hmm. landscape. So we're happy to help there as well in terms of if you're looking to, to switch into marketing as a new marketer, 
this is a great starting point to really start to assess. This has to be the first stop. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. Um, uh, and the, the other thing, just a, a point about having someone that you trust do it as well. The funny thing is, is that you won't realize this, but there's kind of the implicit, explicit sort of uh, you know communication cues that you're sending out there because if your friend or someone you talk to a lot is putting something other than what you have in the top three, then it's probably you know kind of implicitly you're talking about all the time, but you don't realize it that you're talking about salary. But then mm-hmm. real, re- the reality is that you you put in challenge first. Uh, it's probably just because you won't shut up about it. You know, you don't you don't hear yourself. <laughs> you don't you don't hear yourself saying it in the context of talking with friends. Maybe you're complaining about what you're getting paid. Maybe you're complaining about the the boss. Maybe you're complaining about the company. Uh, yet uh, you don't reflect that in your in your own rankings. That's a, that's that that is a again. I'll call it an opportunity to really gut check yourself to make sure that you may be in the wrong position, and it may be time to actually look for what could be a complete 180 position that you're in right now. So 100% uh, encourage everyone to do this. You know, Go to, as Jed said, themarketinghelp.co, download under free tools, the worksheet, and uh, get yourself set up. Uh, take a crack at it. Send it to us. We'd love to help. Uh, any other parting words, Jed? No. Thanks for having me, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, Jed. Six factors. Um, check it out. Uh, stay tuned for a couple more episodes. We got a couple more things to talk about. As we said, uh, the, the the surf score, the career moments lead into the six factors, very important step. Uh, and then we'll be talking about future episodes about your career uh, profile and your career path. So stay tuned for those. Otherwise, thanks for joining today. And we will see you on the next episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast. All right. Uh, big thanks to Jed for joining us on this episode to talk all things uh, six career factors, uh, again, critical, critical steps for uh, advancing your marketing career. So how about this? You've heard the episode. You know the six career factors. Uh, shoot us an email at connect at themarketinghelp.co. Again, it's connect at themarketinghelp.co. Share your six prioritized career factors with us. Let Jed, let myself uh, help you navigate uh, what are the best next steps for your marketing career. So go ahead and do that. Again, connect at themarketinghelp.co. And also make sure that you subscribe to the Marketing Careers Podcast. Get ready for uh, a couple more uh, episodes focused on the marketing uh, career strategy that we plan to release in the next couple of weeks. So don't want to miss that. And as always, if there's anything I can do to help you guys, right, uh, review a resume, give you some direction on uh, where to look for marketing jobs, shoot me an email directly at eric at themarketinghelp.co. .co, E-R-I-K at themarketinghub.co. Until next time, this is your host, Eric Harbison. And remember, today is a great day to proactively manage your marketing career.